0: opening night podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Barkley, and today I'm talking with Mikey Garland about, well, quite a lot. We're going to talk a bit about his life, his experience in the arts, his new 2022 album, Who's Afraid of Mikey Garland, and a special performance coming up this Feb. But first of all, uh, Mikey, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. So first of all, tell us a bit about your life. Oh, okay. So... um, I've been a performer um, for about 16 years, Um, I'm primarily a rapper, Um, last year I released an album called Who's Afraid of Mikey Garland and this year um, I'm bringing it to Hope Street Theatre and I'll be contextualising the um, experience that I had of homelessness between 2010 and 2012 um, and I'll be telling the full story and that was what my album was about. Okay, fantastic. So, this uh, performance at Hope Street is going to be a blend of uh, rap and theatre, is that right? Yeah, so I'll be be performing all the songs from the album, but also I'll be giving the narrative and the full story behind those songs and why I came up with them. That's really, really cool. So, um, is theatre a sort of new venture for you? Have you worked in theatre in the past? Yeah, I've done theatre performances in the past. Uh, I've never done anything like this, a blend of music and uh, theatre, but it seemed like the best... Um, kind of medium to tell the story, I think. Yeah, cool, cool. So how has that been, um, putting that narrative together through your music? Have you had any challenges, or has it been quite an easy ride? Oh, well, it's, it's. I mean, it, obviously, being homeless, it, it's quite a heavy, hefty thing to to go over and um but it was really therapeutic it made me um really go deep into myself and think about how I felt about that and think about all the experiences that I'd been through and the more I thought about it the more uh important it seemed to tell that story because there's still lots and lots of people in the UK um who are going through the same experience experiences than as as I was yeah absolutely and it is such a dangerous sort of life to have to live being out on the streets yeah it's just a really heavy topic to have to to talk about so to bring it to an audience in the way that you're doing it's a really really like cool and mix and rap with it really innovative Um, what gave you the idea to put a sort of theatre spin on your album Um, so I've been wanting to do this for a really long time I think when I when I came up with the idea to record the album I always had it with the idea that it was going to be a one person show um and i wrote the albums so that they would they would fit in that way um, but as it would happen when i when i um put forward my arts council funding it was knocked back the first time so what i did is i stripped it back initially and just did the album um, but now that i've had a, a new set of funding now i can do the show that's brilliant, being able to get um, some funding from the Arts Council, because for a lot of creatives, that can make or break their projects. Um, like, there's a lot of people out there who have those sorts of ideas that they want to put together but just can't get the funding, so having that Arts Council there to be able to support is brilliant. Uh, how did that feel when you first got the application sent back, saying, yes, we are going to support this? Oh, it was incredible. I mean... Um, Arts Council funding, national lottery grants, these are the kinds of things that are fundamental, particularly to working class artists. As you say, you know, if you don't have that funding behind you, if you don't have the resources in order to put on your own shows or your own works, those works don't get made. Um, so it's, I'm really, really grateful to Arts Council England and to national lottery um, project grants for giving me these opportunities because they wouldn't have happened without them yeah and again this story is so poignant to be talking about especially now with um the state that the country is in um more and more people are on the cusp of suffering that same sort of those same sorts of issues so to be able to articulate and talk about that and bring it out in the open is it's necessary um you think? Yeah, it's very necessary. So um, uh, recent statistics from um, the Joseph Rowntree Foundation is that 22% of uh, people in Britain are living in poverty. So that's a, that's a really high amount. It's uh, just over 14 million people in Britain living in poverty. Um, and so, th- you know, although I use my, the example of what happened to me of becoming homeless... Um, to sort of uh, talk about this topic. It's not really about me. It's about, you know, how we're one of the richest nations, I think we're the fifth richest nation um, in the world. How can it be possible that some people can fall through the cracks so much that they can fall into poverty? It's just baffling. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Like you said, yeah, we're in a country that, you know, is so well off, but we have so many people in our society that are suffering, and uh, in the working class you have a lot of that, and you can see that, in particular in uh, Liverpool. Um, but yeah. Um, talk about some of the songs, um, and how you sort of brought your experiences into those songs. What um, what topics you sort of cover throughout the album? Oh, all sorts. So, um... I talk a little bit about because after I left the hostel, Mm. um, um, because what happened was, what I was was called statutory homelessness, and that just means homeless by law. So there's different forms of homelessness. Mm. The the kind of homelessness that we all kind of think about when we think of homelessness is that very visible homelessness, that this sort of street homelessness, people Mm. who um, are living uh, sleeping rough. Um, But there's also statutory homeless, so that can cover people who are. Couch surfing. Let's say they're staying with friends, or or with um, strangers, or anything, and they're just sleeping on people's couches. That's a type of homelessness um, because they don't have a secure place to live. Um, what I was is that I had nowhere to go, but I was young, so the um, local authority has a sort of responsibility to um, to give you housing when you're young, uh, between sixteen and twenty-five, and so I was placed into a hostel, and that's called statutory homelessness. Um, But it's an unsecure place to be because you can be teffed out at any point. Um, So in this album, I kind of talk about um, how guilty I felt after I sort of brought myself out of homelessness. I felt kind of guilty that other people weren't able to do the same thing. Um, I felt guilty knowing that there's lots of other people who are homeless. um, And when I spoke to a therapist, they called it survivor's guilt. It's a very common... um, um, feeling after you've survived something that you feel guilty for having survived it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, is a lot of the album talk about those anxieties and that feeling of guilt uh, throughout, or is there... What, what else is, uh, is uh, well, going on there? So, um, there's a lot of... Um, what happened... There was loads and loads of stuff that happened. Hmm. Um, I got chosen for all kinds of opportunities, so I went down to Parliament as part of the um, the very first youth... Um, Youth Homelessness Parliament, and it was about 100 uh, young people from around the UK who uh, went to Parliament to help change policy, and we were invited to discuss um, how um, government could change policy to benefit young people and stop them uh, from becoming homeless. Now, since I did that in 2012, um, the amount of homelessness has risen by 165%, so it was all a farce and what happened was I became very very politically militant and it pushed me to the left of politics mm. um, just from those experiences uh, and I talk about that a lot on the album um, and in the show about how I, um, you know, it, it changed my worldview, and it changed my politics um, and so it's very politically militant, very politically driven the whole album. Uh, that's fantastic. It's using art to talk about politics and ideologies, it's so important and to have a space like the Hope Street Theatre that is so open and welcome to all these ideas coming on. And they are incredibly important to be talking about, uh, in particular this issue and how the government has clearly uh, addressed that and um, seeing that rise in homelessness after such a big impact that you've tried to make in uh, at that time. Um, how... Does that make you feel, seeing, like you said, homelessness rise after such a big, you know, movement that you tried to make um, in 2012? Um, yeah, I mean, just just um, to go back to what you were saying about um, places like Hope Street... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have to give my praise to Hope Street because mm. they give such an important platform, I think, to um, emerging artists. Because yeah. um, not all of the, the sort of big theatres, you, you can't get in there straight away as a, a relatively unknown artist. So um, this is a really important um, platform, um, and they take emerging artists, all kinds of really um, edgy and um, you know, experimental stuff, and I, I really appreciate them giving me the opportunity to come and do this work. And also to the Liverpool Arts Bar, you know they do their music venue, and again it's all um, artists that um, often don't get there through the doors anywhere else, so that's really important. But what was your other question? Sorry. Um, So I was saying, how did that make you feel? And what you were just talking about, how you've seen homelessness rise after going down to Parliament and talking with these, um, you know, um, with parliament and how um you know how things have you know not really gotten much better well i'll give you an example of how it went when i went down to parliament so i traveled from liverpool to london um we we went and sat down we all spoke about it and the person who was chairing it was um conservative mp tim Yeo. um and during Channel 4 came and filmed the first part of the debate and we're covering it for Channel 4 News and once the cameras had gone Tim Yeo said that he had to leave because he was going to the birthday party of the oldest woman in Britain and he left um, everyone in the room so we could tell that it was just a farce it was a publicity stunt Um, and you know that is you know I, to talk about how how poverty and homelessness and just this the general living standards of all British people have really diminished over the last um, decade, you mm-hmm. know. It, it, it's. I'm furious about it, yeah. and I, I think I hope more people are getting angry about it. And I yeah. hope that you know what's great to see is there's lots of people, lots of workers um, taking strikes. I, yeah. I support them 100. Um, percent Anyone who's fighting for better living standards, uh, better wages, it's it's right because corporate profits are through the roof. They're. Um, at a record high, um, and it's it just shows you that there's a great disparity between those at the very top and those at the bottom. Mm. And it's really important to be using places like the Hope Street to shout that sort of message that this is wrong. We need to do better. Yeah, I mean that's the important role that all artists play is mm. um, telling stories that people should and need to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And. Um, It sounds like your performance in Feb is absolutely going to do that. So, well done for putting this together. Good luck for it. And uh, one last thing. Tell me what, where, and when. Um, What's it called? Where is it? And when can you uh, go? Yeah, so it's uh, Who's Afraid of Mikey Garland? Uh, If you type in Mikey Garland into Google, you'll find all about me. Um, It's at Hope Street, 9th, 10th, and 11th of February, um, and you can get tickets at Ticker Quarter and you can visit ArtsGroupie.org for more information. Brilliant. Mikey, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Uh, I've been Jordan Barkley with Opening Nights Podcast. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Opening Nights. Our next production is coming very soon, so be sure to get subscribed wherever you're listening and visit our website, www.openingnights.co.uk, to stay updated. Bye for now.